make it uncomfortable. Compete every day, man. His spirit, I find it hard to be matched. Toughness, enthusiasm. Woo, man, the Pro Football Jokes podcast is back with the regular season edition. That means there is football on TV, fun things to watch, fun things to yell about, fantasy football in full swing, all the good stuff that got us to start a website and talk about this things is finally happening. It's so exciting. And I am Jemp, Mr. 32, here with the freaking beast himself, Alex. Alex, how are you? Oh, I'm doing awesome. I mean, it was a great week of football. Totally normal. Nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, you know, roaring crowds and everything. Uh, nothing nothing seemed amiss at all. Yeah. Is it true that the Washington uh, football team set an attendance record for their stadium? Uh, you know, I've heard that rumor going around. It it, it actually is true because there have <laughs> never been any uh, fans for the Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Incredible. Yeah. Super weird all the way around. Uh, but it is, it is great. So Alex, just, uh, let the people know what was it like for you, a guy that loves football more than anybody I know to be able to sit down, describe your setup. How did you have 32 TVs? Did you have, (laughs) did you have wings and beer around? Like what was your setup Sunday? Obviously the first game happened Thursday, but really Sunday, the first like day of football. What was that like? Yeah, I do, I do maintain that like the first Sunday of football is like the best day of the year because it's just like you're so excited. All teams have a chance at this point. Uh, you're ready to go into red zone for the first time, and you're, uh, you, I mean, all all the games ahead of you except for I guess the one Thursday night game. But you got a full Sunday of football. You've been starved the whole off season with no football, and it's just it's just the best. Um, and and you get all those fantasy games that you know you're ready. You're excited about your fantasy teams too. None of them are, are out of it yet. You're, you're feeling great about them. And then inevitably everybody gets hurt and <laughs> got first round pick flops. But you know that that happens later. This never this never for Sunday, me <laughs> This Sunday is all about optimism. Um, yeah. So I like rushed to the grocery store real quick because my. A roommate uh, wanted to make buffalo chicken dip. I'm like, all right, I'll get the stuff. You make it. And then I, I so I rushed over there, uh, and there was like a rush at the grocery store. The people were like, well, what's going on? I'm like, oh yeah, it's about to be football. <laughs> uh, got back at like 12:45 right before the games, uh, and uh, got our two TV set up. One uh, got got one game on the one TV, which was the football team game, um, and then the uh, red zone on the other TV. Uh, you know, you got me and uh, my roommates, and it was a it was a good time. Dang, that's pretty sweet. That sounds awesome. We can't go wrong with some good buffalo chicken dip. For me, I was actually driving back, or I was more riding in the car back from uh, Georgia back down to South Florida, and uh, uh, I was on my phone, you know, enjoying the Sunday ticket package. I was on the Detroit Lions game, and whenever there was some sort of a break, uh, I would flip over to Red Zone to catch as much as I could, and I would click on the different games, checking on the drives and the scoring things to kind of keep up to date with everything around the league. Because like you said, uh, full of optimism, optimism. And as a Lions fan, you know, week one is truly the only week when we can have that optimism. So uh, it's, it's fun to have it. <laughs> the for, start of week one. Yeah, the start of week one. It's fun to have it for 50 minutes of a football game. Uh, but we'll get into that. Yeah, I, I didn't have my full array of snacks or food that I would like to and that I'll, I'll have next week. I'll report back to 
to what we get to have. My wife and a few friends that were uh, at our house actually got to make some uh, cool things, but I missed out on that fun. But I did stop, treat myself to a, a good soda pop and uh, had a, a, an awesome candy bar, a little Reese's Take 5. Uh was meant to be sub, uh, celebratory, but turned out to be... Uh, <laughs> Uh, a little bit of comfort food for me, but you know we'll get to we'll get to that. It's it's fun to watch football. Uh, fun yeah, to have a heart also, broken. It was also a terribly unhealthy day for me. Even even for me, uh, just <laughs> all I ate was uh, was buffalo chicken dip and beer, and then McDonald's. So yeah, that see? was my my diet that day. See, that's that's a good day. That's what makes us feel like we can get on the field and we can do it better than them. You know, yeah. that's what really <laughs> lets me feel like a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, couch quarterback right there, you know, or it makes sense how, how more coaches can reflect Matt Patricia or Andy Reid. Uh, it's not, <laughs> not too hard to get like that, but that's all right. It's fun to have football on the TV. Hopefully everybody had their, their good setups and look forward to some more games going forward. And um, half, half of y'all are excited because you're still undefeated. Half of y'all are uh, like me, uh, depressed, distraught, and not knowing where you're going, but that's okay. <laughs> so uh, Alex and I are going to run through uh, three, uh, each of us kind of have our three, uh, teams that impressed us. And we're going to kind of touch on their matchups. What really impressed us about it. And then we'll flip and we'll do three, uh, teams each that were uh, really disappointing on day one. Again, any football is not disappointing, uh, cause it's great to have it back, but still some teams were underwhelming to say the least. So Alex, why don't you start us off? What team impressed you the most from this first uh, week of football action? All right. Well, I'm going to start with uh, with uh, one of my, you know, a, a team that I've I've enjoyed watching since uh, they drafted their young quarterback last year. Uh, that would be the Arizona Cardinals. Mm. Um, I, you know, I I I was expecting early in the off season when they traded for DeAndre Hopkins, um, and you know, I kind of thought they were getting people back from injury. They brought in a few, uh, you know, Isaiah Simmons was a big draft pick. Uh, people had high expectations for him. Uh, I thought, you know, this team is going to gonna turn around. It's, uh, it, it has all the pieces. Kyler Murray can take the ne- next step. Um, but then, you know, as the offseason moved along, I kind of saw some, there, there were still clearly some holes in the team, and they're in a tough division. Mm-hmm. Could they compete with the stacked 49ers team? Um, granted, the 49ers did have some injuries, but still, being able to, Kyler Murray was so impressive, rushing for over a hundred yards until he lost it with the with the couple of <laughs> kneel downs that fantasy owners hate. Um, but uh, it, it's 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 all right. He still put up a great stat line. So um, it, he was he was very he was incredibly impressive. And DeAndre Hopkins, everybody was like, "Oh, this COVID off season, he's going to a new system." Uh, you know. Cliff Kingsbury wants to spread it around. Uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins going to have not going to be as much of a target hog as he was in in Houston. Got freaking fourteen catches or something for one hundred and fifty something yards. <laughs> like, I mean, he immediately it, absorbed all the targets. When it comes to Nuke, I, I would I, honestly, if I was the quarterback for the Cardinals, I would still start Nuke on my fantasy team. I'm pretty sure I could throw him four or five balls. He would still get his catches and. About <laughs> seventy yards with me as his quarterback. I don't doubt it. Oh man, 
Yeah, no, it's exciting for for Cardinals fans and just the team to come out in an electric way. They've kind of were a fun story, but to come out and play against the 49, 49ers team to start the year, I mean, great, great win to set them up in their division and to keep moving forward. Yeah, that was definitely a, a solid performance uh, by them. And it kind of, I'm sure the 49ers and others in the division were kind of just like, how did they get Hopkins for nothing? Like, <laughs> we Don't worry, the, the Texans clearly didn't miss him at all. That- yeah, I mean, I love Will Fuller as much as the next guy, probably more so. But uh, I think uh, <laughs> I think the QB out there in Houston would be a little more excited to have uh, Hopkins back on the squad. Yeah, it probably probably needed you know another person out there other than Will Fuller, other than you know Randall Cobb getting two garbage time catches. Yeah, but I mean, he's going to keep doing Randall Cobb things. You know that. Uh, so uh, a, a team that I was uh, pretty excited by, uh, and not that there was anything new or incredibly flashy from them, but uh, the New Orleans Saints just to come out and, I mean, they were I mean at home, but obviously not having their normal uh, home field advantage going against the Tampa Bay Bucks team that has the most hype of any team this year just because of the excitement of the new players coming to the squad and all the amazing things that they could do. Uh, but just for the Saints to, to come out and and do what they did in this game. I mean, obviously, they, they give up the quick touchdown there. After getting stopped to, to Brady, they kind of go down the field and get that quick score. Uh, and they took a little bit while to rev up. But once they got going, uh, they just kind of were able to do a lot of what they wanted in this game. I mean, they built up the big lead, was pretty comfortable. I know it got close there for a sec. But really, once the game got underway – there was no fear. The Saints just kind of had it all the way through, which I just think is awesome for their team. For Drew Brees, again, his arm wasn't looking incredible in terms of just raw strength pushing the ball down the field, but he continues to do Drew Brees-type things. Uh, and it was a pretty, honestly, I think stellar performance for a week one with the everyone was a little sloppy, so you got to give a little grace, but good job by them. Yeah, I think particularly the defense was – incredibly impressive and it's not surprising because like they their defense has been good for the past few years and like you just look at their roster and they just continue to add pieces who just kind of work out like their secondary is loaded like Chauncey Gardner Johnson as a rookie last year really shined as a as the nickel and they added Janoris Jenkins and Malcolm Jenkins in the secondary um, they're just really deep there. Marcus Williams and Marshawn Lattimore have been there for a while, and they've all and they've been good. Um, and then just the, the, their front seven is, you know, mostly Cameron Jordan, but de- definitely have added some pieces around him on, on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. And then their linebackers have, have been very solid. So it's, it's it was a great performance by their defense. Uh, there's still a little bit concern for me for Drew Brees if he can just kind of, I, but. Honestly, he doesn't even have to be like the old Drew Brees. He just because this team is just so stacked around him. Yeah, and I, I think that's a big deal. Is he again? He won't be able to be the hero making every single play, but if he's able to first and foremost, you know, take care of the football and continue to be accurate with those short and intermediate throws that he's been so dominant at. Honestly, these last couple of years, he's got the weapons to get the ball to. Uh, and it's, uh, I mean, obviously Michael Thomas, uh, that little injury. Hopefully, he's able to shake it off. Kamara, not a great day rushing the ball, but they just have so many options. They're going to get points on the board. And like you said, their defense is going to be the strength of this team, which is a little weird for the Saints. I think about, you know, back to when Ryan was their uh, 
defensive coordinator, and uh, <laughs> it was uh, it wasn't unusual for them to be giving up 40, 50 points, and him just running around like a maniac in the sidelines trying to figure out what's happening. So it's nice to have that dominant Saints kind of team, and it, it's an exciting year for New Orleans. I mean, this is going to be kind of they're they're all in uh, to really continue to 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 do well. Obviously, they have things set up for the future, but they are completely focused on 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 uh, making a big splash this year, and they they have the team to do it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and but they 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 will definitely you know the the high ankle sprain for Michael Thomas is a little bit concerning. Kamara had a big fantasy day and looked good, um, but he did only have twelve carries for sixteen yards. So like on the ground, he wasn't he wasn't really all that effective. Um, and he he had five catches for fifty one yards, and then he scored the two touchdowns. So not not a big deal. And you could you could see in the way him moving um, that that he did look a lot healthier than he did last year. Um, but mm-hmm. you know you do, you do want to see a little bit more consistency from the offense because they didn't have a ton of offensive yards in this this one. Uh, but I think that was just a, kind of how the game was going uh, and the fact that they had control because they they got the pick six and were playing well on defense. Um, so I, I I don't take too much from that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Alex, what's another team that impressed you? Uh, so the second team that impressed me uh would be the seattle seahawks um Mm. i I mean it's not hugely surprising what they did uh well it from from a perspective it's not surprising that russell wilson can do this especially against a very bad falcons defense their secondary is 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 garbage um (laughs) but the fact that they were so willing to pass it um is is surprising because that's not what the Seahawks have done under PK. <laughs> They've always just kind of run keep running the ball no matter what, give it to Chris Carson. Um but instead in this one they were they were willing to let Russ, you know, lead the offense from from the start rather than just having him do it at the end. Uh I mean he he just balled out. I mean he had he had four touchdowns and four incompletions. So I mean <laughs> A pretty good day for Russell Wilson, um, and you know, I the whole Seahawks offense just was looked unstoppable in this one. Um, I, I think you got you got to like what you see from them. I mean, they the defense even I think played pretty well, even though Matt Ryan you know got racked up yards, um, and that clearly he has a weapon, so it's not really uh, it's not really. I don't blame them a lot for giving up yards, and a lot a lot of it was in garbage time too. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to list this as an overreaction, but because uh, we, I th- I'm pretty sure I used it last year. But the Falcons should literally just onside kick it every time. Like, <laughs> who got another one? He got another onside kick. He's so good at them. And I mean, honestly, if your defense is just terrible and you're going to get it like 50 percent of the time, why not just do it every time? <laughs> It is pretty incredible that he could have this kind of success with the bad rules for the onside kick. He's made it into an art form. Seriously, just do I I just do it every time. See what happens. Like I I'd, I'd really just like you're you're, you're not going to win any other way. So you get a huge <laughs> advantage this way. So. Yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe you can send that to them. And get it worked out. I do think it is cool for the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, they talk. I mean, everybody talks a big game about changing, making the necessary changes to to, but to actually open it up and allow Russ to be Russ for a longer period of the game, it's it's going to work out well for their team. It does bring up the question for me: is is he able to do this each and every week for the whole season? You know, the workload, the burden of it, that kind of stuff. 
because he just haven't he hasn't had to do that yet. Obviously, he's been very tough. He's he's made some incredible plays in his career. Uh, it'll be interested to see. But I mean, for fantasy owners, you should be just thrilled that he's going to have the opportunity to do what he does because he continues to be electric. Finding guys is a beautiful deep ball. Uh, is just a, a a lot of talent in that guy. It's kind of fun to watch too. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, uh, Russell Wilson has clearly been like one of the, the best quarterbacks in the league for the past several years. I mean, I think he's been clearly a top two quarterback for at least three or four years now, um, which is which is pretty tough to be that consistently at the top of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, and, and even look, I mean, he's had some guys, but it hasn't been like a, you're not looking at his wide receiver core and going like, oh, man, I want to throw to all of those guys. Uh, he he really makes it makes it work with kind of how he sets up the plays with his with his movement. Yeah, absolutely, and he's finally got a pretty nice receiver duo. But still, I I don't know that either of them really like a bona fide number one wide receiver, and then he doesn't really have a lot of depth behind those two anyway. So, like you said, it's not like a great receiving core that he's throwing to. Yeah. Uh, another team shifting gears here that had impressed me this week. Uh, and you know, I just got to stick with the new England Patriots with their new leader at the helm. And, uh, they didn't necessarily impress me by beating the dolphins. That's uh, a good win. Uh, but just the fact that they were a different team and you were interested to see how they would be with all the people they had sit out and how that may affect them. Cam Newton only had to throw 19 passes like Russ had four uh, incompletions, but uh, unlike Russ, did not have four touchdown passes. Uh, but he also <laughs> carried the ball for 15 times. So he had 15 completions and 15 rush attempts uh, for uh, 75 yards rushing, two touchdowns. It just is a kind of a new look. Obviously, Tom Brady had a couple clutch runs in his career, but never anything that you would uh, expect. I think <laughs> Brady tried to – did Brady try to run a, a – Spread option was that Matt Stafford. I might be getting some plays mixed up in my head. Watched a lot of football, but uh, I think it was Matt Stafford actually surprised me with a run, designed run. That was a silly idea in that game. But Cam Newton is not a silly idea when he's running it. You just see him on the field. He's so big. He's uh, pretty explosive still, uh, even though I'm not sure he actually scored on that second touchdown, but that's okay because he's Cam Newton. He was close yeah, enough. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he got in either, but it, it, it was definitely an impressive performance by Cam. He looked you know, like – certainly as as a rusher like the old cam and was was efficient as a passer too i mean he doesn't have a ton of weapons to throw to in this offense um but still was able to move the ball effectively uh and and looked looked good like then that's kind of all you can ask for from cam if he's healthy then he's like he he's the best quarterback in this division like why why shouldn't the patriots repeat as division champs yeah, uh, and especially if they're going to get three interceptions off Fitz Magic, man, it's craziness. Uh, <laughs> Nikhil Harry, get your stuff together, man. Come on, you have you, you have an ability to be a good player and a good team. You can do it. Um, yeah, a, he did a touchback. Who had anybody done that before? Get two touchbacks like in two years, <laughs> like <that's> insane. <laughs> It's one of the hardest things to do and like the most penalizing parts of football. I know some people don't like that rule, how, yeah. how steep of a penalty is. I actually kind of like it because uh, it gives, honestly, defense some hope in that position. Like it's such a it, – it's yeah. crazy that if the ball goes out six inches beforehand, it's no big deal. <laughs> but it goes, like I get that right. dramatic difference, but I do like that there, it, there's got to be a penalty. Come on, just you, you just can never let that happen. 
Yeah, I'm always on the fence on this. Like I, I, I like I, like I said, I'm with you. It's just like kind of a weird rule that like if it, uh, you know, it's just depending on where you fumble it and if the ball bounces a certain way, then it's just such a steep penalty. But then also, I do I agree that like if you're reaching for the goal line, there should be like some you know reason not to do that. Like I, yeah, I there's think a there risk. Should be some yeah. A lot of things go against the defense as it is. It gives them, and not that that play happens often. It's it's remarkable that it's happened to him twice in <laughs> in recent memory. Uh, and and uh, but I mean, football. One of the cool things about it is it truly is a game of inches. Like again, Detroit, we kicked a field goal. It hit the upright, like a couple inches to the side. It goes through. Like you're trying to reach for the end zone, a couple inches is from zero points to six. Like I, it is that whole thing. So. I, I'm I'm ultimately for it. I don't know if I was designing the game from scratch, so that's what I would have come up with. But uh, I think I'm I'm with it. Teach you guys to hold on to the ball there and uh, get it going. But I I definitely like this to, uh, this Patriots team. Again, they've always been able to make a team based around the talent they have, and it's really cool to see a different person at the helm figuring it out. And Cam is honestly just such a fun personality. You may not like every single thing that he does, but he's just I mean infectious. The energy he has, the different style he plays with. It's great to see guys healthy and going out and do what they do. Yeah, also note on this game, uh, if you owned a Patriots running back, you were probably out of luck. I mean, Tony <laughs> did get a touchdown, but uh, six different guys carried the ball in this game, and Cam had by far the most carries, 15. Uh, Sony Michelle did get 10, so I guess not by far. Burkhead uh, still at seven, seven for, you know. <laughs> seven for Burkhead. I like this is just a mess. And Damian Harris isn't he is hurt right now, so he's gonna enter into it and get some carries in in a few weeks. So it's it's a mess. That's ridiculous. All right, Alex, your final team that impressed you from this first week. All right, uh, my final team. You're probably not gonna like this one, Jack, but uh-huh. uh, I would go with the Green Bay Packers. Oh. So they, uh, you know, people were saying that Aaron Rodgers looked like peak Aaron Rodgers. Um, I do think, I mean, he looked great. I like he, he played a hell of a game. Um, and I think, you know, peak Rodgers is probably accurate, but he didn't make, you know, all the ridiculous throws that he, he made a couple like really, really great throws. Like the one, the, the touchdown he threw, Alan Lazard was probably his best throw of the game. Um, hit a nice, hit a couple nice deep balls that uh, you know weren't super impressed. Like I just didn't see him like doing the typical like Aaron Rodgers run around, uh, throwing it across his body and doing that stuff, which I think is a good thing for the Packers. Like because if he's doing that, he's gonna have a few games uh, every you know where he where he's just on point and doing. And that his collarbones become more vulnerable. <laughs> But like it's he's not going to be consistent. That's why like he had a few like peak Aaron Rodgers games last year, but he just can't keep that up for a full season. That's insane to expect that. Um, this game they were moving the ball more just with like quick passes. There were like a lot of bubble screens and uh, just quick slants, um, and then he would sprinkle in some of those Aaron Rodgers throws. Um, and you know maybe he has some weeks where he's not hitting those crazy throws but that doesn't mean that they're just going to completely not move the ball uh based on what i saw on sunday now granted the vikings defense might just be terrible because they did lose like their whole secondary their best pass rusher was out um so that that might be part of it um but i do think i was encouraged by what i saw but from the packers offense 
Uh, I'm still a little concerned about their defense, um, but you know the, the Vikings did move the ball pretty effectively. Or, or Burks game. will get that settled. He'll he'll figure it out for him. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was a it was a good outing by the Packers for sure. Obviously, um, and uh, it should the Packers fans should take away that this it, it's good it's good news for the season. I would say. Yeah, and and honestly, this is a credit to uh, Rogers. One of the few things. There's nothing worse than Rodgers doing his Rodgers things where he somehow fits the ball and like Adams has just a pinky toe still unbalanced, able to catch the <laughs> ball there. There's nothing worse than the random friggin' Hail Marys or garbage stuff that he is able to pull that if he didn't do it like all the time, then it would be luck. Um, there's nothing worse. I'd rather have Trubisky throw three touchdowns in a quarter than uh, have the <laughs> Rodgers, Rodgers loss. Uh, but uh, we'll see you next week. When we get there, yeah, how that goes for uh, our all our hamstrings. My gosh! All right, well, getting into my my last impressed, and actually, I'm also going to count it as my disappointment too. I am impressed by the Detroit Lions. Uh, also <laughs> disappointed in the Detroit Lions here. So they managed to actually have a, a game that resembled something good. We were leading. They actually got a lead there for a while. It was pretty exciting. They built upon a lead, uh, and they got some things moving. The running game looked all right. Adrian Peterson didn't look super fast, but he was effective. Uh, The passing game was okay. Uh, It it took a little bit for Matthew Stafford to get loose, but once he got loose, he started uh, to do a little bit better. Uh, I know Galladay being out was really kind of harming our flow there in the passing game, but Hawkinson made some plays, Amendola, Marvin Jones, spreading the ball around, Cephas had a decent game. Like, all that stuff was 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 solid through. Defense was doing well against a team that's really bad and very encouraging. Uh, so very impressed and also impressed at the ability for the announcers to mention a thousand times in the fourth quarter the amount of leads the Lions have blown in the last two seasons under Matt Patricia. They would not stop showing that graphic. And of course, for good reason, because we managed to do it again, immediate touchdown to start the fourth. Uh, no big surprise. They're not a big deal. We actually had a decent like little drive and then punted back to him. We stopped him, And then a good drive where honestly, when Matt Stafford took a sack, I really thought, Oh, we're going to do one like running play and then we'll punt the ball. No big deal. Good drive. Wasted some time. But then we got a few yards, and they send the kicking team out there. And it wasn't what I thought we were going to do, but I didn't hate it. Matt Prater going for a 55-yarder. Um, like that's a typical thing you can do at home, in the dome. He's clutch. He's got the leg. Uh, and, of course, happened to hit the hit the upright there. And by that point, I, I don't know how this has happened to our team, but obviously Galladay and our uh, Akuda, our top corner, being out with hamstrings before the game. And then... Coleman, who's now on IR with his hamstring injury. Trufant, also with a hamstring injury. Uh, what was it? Collins headbutting a referee. Great choice by him. Uh, like, just our defense decided they didn't want to play anymore, so they all sat down and left the game. Like, it just was incredible. And then we made Mitch Trubisky look like a professional as he just kind of burned us uh, throughout that. And then, you know what, Detroit, we rallied back, give us enough time and a couple timeouts. Matthew Stafford's clutch puts it on the hand of our great second round draft pick. And, uh, this is why I gave that advice when we were doing our drafting pod, <laughs> do not select a second round running back of the Detroit lions because you'll end up with moments like that. Feel bad for the kid. Uh, but not that bad. You that gotta, you rough. gotta hold on to that ball. Gotta hold on to that ball, man. Uh, that yeah. So, it- 
yeah, I, I was definitely disappointed in that game too. I picked the Lions to win the NFC North. I haven't given up on that yet. Um, I think they are still a very talented team. Um, but yeah, it's, and, and especially with kind of Galladay coming back, but uh, I, I, it was it was heartbreaking to see them lose that way to the Bears. I mean, I, I really thought Matthew Stafford had it there at the end, and uh, but he Adrian did. Peterson, I, I loved it. Uh, loved seeing him. He averaged like eight yards per carry. He was a beast. Yeah, he was he was awesome. Um, I mean, Matt Stafford had one bad throw, the interception. The throw itself was all right. It was just forced, uh, and then he got popped in the air and kind of was a forced throw that turned into really unfortunate. But Swift, I mean, his hands didn't really impress me. He did have three catches for 15 yards, but he dropped a pass in the backfield, dropped the game winner, which is really disappointing because that's kind of what we need out of that position. I mean, theoretic, I don't think dropped the pass ever for the Detroit Lions. That was pretty sweet to have in our two-minute drill, super clutch. And it was a great route. He was open. He was in the corner. All he needed to do was catch and fall downward, uh, really. But uh, really a a shame on that end because it would have been nice, of course, to squeak away with that win. Would have been much better to win it normally how we should have. We lost that game a lot earlier. But what's worrying is some for the Lions, and what I'm also disappointed in is honestly our hamstrings and the amount of injuries uh, going against a Packers team that looks like they're – passing offense is, is back to what the Packers typically are, and we're potentially going to be down our top three corners going into the game. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to turning to the red zone channel. <laughs> yeah. Could be a long day, but uh, I do expect Matthew Stafford to put up some big numbers. I'm starting him in, in fantasy in a lot of leagues, so hopefully he, he does it. He should. All right. So that was my my first disappointment. Uh, made me made me sad. Made me sad on the first day of football. Man, that's 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 an incredibly impressive thing to do. Somehow beat out the tie that we had against the <laughs> Cardinals last year. That was a win no, that we almost gave away to just be a loss. Lions thing. Yeah, we should just you know somehow avoid it. Just should have taken the COVID. You know, coughed right before the game was going on. Could we have claimed that like when we started collapsing in the fourth quarter? Could someone have been like, oh, I'm feeling like I'm positive. (laughs) We got to (laughs) pause. Oh, man. But sorry, Bears fans. You're going to have to watch more Mitchell Trubisky. That's a bummer. He looked okay, but he always looks okay against the Lions. So don't get too excited. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it. Uh, I hope we don't have to watch too much more Mitchell Trubisky, but uh, who knows? Maybe he'll turn his career around. Yeah, totally. Become Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so what team let you down there, Alex? All right. Well, uh, I think that the team that let me down the most is is pretty obvious. Uh, it's, it's the Cleveland Browns. I mean, <laughs> like, did they even show up for this? Like, it was such a Browns game. There was, like, a moment there. Uh, the, the, the first, you know, quarter of this game was very sloppy by both teams. The, the Browns got a turnover. The Ravens got a turnover, and they're both kind of weird. Uh, the Ravens got, like, a tipped interception. The Browns, like, forced a fumble up the uh, fullback. I mean, uh, it, it, it was weird. Um, th- then the Browns, uh, after they being down 10, nothing, they, they went down, scored a touchdown next possession. They start deep in their own territory. They start driving, they get down into Ravens territory and then they go, they get a false start. Then Odell Beckham gets a face mask penalty. <laughs> then they take a sack and then they get, a delay of game and they end up in third and 41 (laughs) (laughs) 
And then the rest of the game was basically just like that. They just couldn't do anything. Baker was not good. Odell was terrible. Uh, it's it, Odell had a couple terrible drops. I mean, it was it was just just pathetic. I mean, the 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 Ravens, I get it, are very good. I could totally. I obviously would not have blamed them for losing this game, but just get not even be competitive like they were. It was just I I just can't with this team. Well, but. once once. I mean, once Baker Mayfield does a couple more commercials, he'll get that confidence to really perform on the field. Yeah, th- th- then I'll start feeling dangerous again. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is twenty and three in his career as a starting QB. That is, that is awesome. Pretty good. Not too bad. <laughs> Not too bad. Uh, that's that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Now I, I I was pretty saddened by that. My my last two teams that I was pretty sad by, and I'm gonna just kind of hit them quickly. You may want to say more. Uh, but it's both for a similar reason. The the offense of these two teams both let me down. I really expected more, and that was of the Texans. Uh, I know they, they lost Hopkins, but I still uh, thought Watson would be able to create a little bit more there, uh, and then uh, even more so the Cowboys. I just I expected big things out of them, and they did a couple things okay and blocked, I think, on two of their plays on offense, and it uh, was definitely just a struggle for both those teams. I expected just – more points, more movement, more excitement, and uh, didn't really happen. Yeah, I think the Texans were particularly disappointing. Both both Texas teams there. Uh, I like I I, I love that Will Fuller was you know the main target of the in the offense, which I expected him to be. Um, but I still expected you know some targets to go somewhere else, and some <laughs> receiver to, to be okay. I mean, Brandon Cooks had two catches for like thirteen yards or something like that, and. Randall Cobb had two catches, and that that was about it. Uh, and, and both of them were in garbage time. I mean, that uh, the 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 Chiefs had their two starting corners out. I mean, their Ladarius Sneed was out there covering these guys, and they can't can't get open. Like that, uh, it's it it was embarrassing. I mean, uh, I uh, Will Fuller had a great game. I think Sean Watson played pretty well. Uh, I mean, he played all right. Uh, it, it certainly got it going there at the end, but. It's mostly it was pretty much over at that point. Uh, so yeah, I think definitely disappointing by the Texans. Um, Cowboys, uh, I was I don't I don't think their offense played terrible. Uh, I think they I I, I kind of ex- I I picked them to lose to the Rams um, and just didn't see them. I, I don't think they're really any better than they were last year, and they didn't make the playoffs last year. This year, I mean, they certainly had the potential to. So I think they probably do make the playoffs this year. Um, but I think they just kind of sneak in and lose first round or, or some something around that, or or they just you know lose out based on tiebreakers. Um, so I I'm, I'm not I'm not as high on the on the Cowboys. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I just expected a little bit more out of them with some of the hype around Dak. I thought they would have have a little bit more fun there, and, and not yet. We'll see. Uh, I think Dak at his absolute best can resemble a. Uh, Poor man's Russell Wilson with some of the things that he's able to do and kind of his build, but uh, uh, Russell Wilson made a living off running for his life all the time. Maybe Dak can do a little bit of that magic as well. Who knows? We'll we'll find out, but uh, hopefully not against your uh, professional football team there. Yeah. Uh, um, and so so my last team that I was disappointed by, um, it, I think I'll just go one more. Um, the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, losing to the oh. Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, 
that's that's rough. I mean, Minshew played really well, and I think the Jaguars' offense, we, we probably uh, skated over them a little too much. Like, I don't think they're bad. I think they, like, Minshew, if Minshew plays well, then they got some decent receivers, and, uh, and you know, we're, their backfield's still kind of a question mark, but James Robin looked okay, so maybe it'll be okay. Um, and I, I, I think their, their offense can be, like, slightly below average which is kind of uh, i guess a good thing um but i i'd still like they the colts should have won this easily um and you people you know say are saying that the colts outplayed them and you know would have won if it wasn't for a couple bad breaks but they should have blown out the jaguars and philip rivers made a couple terrible mistakes which he has done in the past few years uh, and why why is Philip Rivers throwing forty six times against the Jaguars? Like, <laughs> you're supposed to have this great offensive line, and you know you run the ball like go. But uh, I don't know. Frank Reich has had a ton of success doing do running hit this the offense he had last year. I mean, just run it with Philip Rivers. I mean, I know it's not the offense Philip Rivers probably wants to run, but I, I just thought that they would have had a little bit of a better plan for this one. And it was, yeah. it was disappointing to see. When we'll they, see if they, Phil Rivers actually makes them a better team or not. So far, not looking great on that front. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely uh, might, might just be washed up. Unfortunate. Cause I have loved watching Phil Rivers throughout his career. Yeah. Tremendous games. career, tremendous player. Uh, it's tough to keep it going An honorable mention for disappointment would be Steven Gaskowski. Uh, <laughs> Not much needs to be said there. Looked a little Aguayo-ish to me. Um, but uh, thankfully got a little bit of redemption there at the very end. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. Uh, but yeah, no, we should have a, a great week of football up ahead of us. I'm pretty excited uh, for week two because it can't go any worse than week one. So that's uh, pretty cool, pretty exciting. Any of the big matchups? We don't necessarily need to preview all of them, but just if, if you think ahead to this upcoming matchup, which are you most excited for? Well, I'm excited for, uh, for to, to watch my teams. I didn't get to talk about them because uh, obviously they weren't really impressive to me because I expected them to be the best team in the league. <laughs> but uh, the Washington football team just just dominate on defense. Like they are the new 49ers. They draft if you draft an Ohio State Buckeye pass rusher at number two, uh, you immediately get the best defense in the league. So, <laughs> That that is gonna gonna happen for the football team. Uh, there, uh, I love Kyler Murray, but sorry, it's not gonna happen this week. Uh, the football team's gonna sack you another ten times, uh, and uh, it's just it, it's over. It, it just Dwayne Haskins just has to uh, you know manage the clock. I, I kind of you know it'd be nice like if you're gonna get, I, I the, the only thing with them is you know if they're they're running there out there, Peyton Barber, and I get it because Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick like have no rushing experience, so like you have to have it's like, but maybe you had like some other option of a guy who's you know good at running the football to to be that veteran guy who, who get, on the early downs you give it to on the goal line like you, you had someone there who could do that. I just uh, why why didn't you just keep him? I, I don't oh know yeah, saying. don't want to step on my uh, overreaction. I'm coming here, Alex. Uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm looking forward to obviously there's that that will be a good matchup. Great defense, exciting offense going head to head there. The New England Seattle game should be fun just to see how 
uh, Bill Belichick tries to approach Russell Wilson and, and see what Cam Newton can do in a game where it'll be a little bit tougher than the, the Dolphins. won't be as easy to build up that lead to see how he's running the football and how he can maybe open up his arm in that game a little bit. Uh, it should be super exciting. That's the late game on Sunday, so will be a, a fun a fun nightcap there for sure. But uh, let's go ahead and, and shift into our overreactions. I'll go first because you kind of spotlit mine a little bit. And my <laughs> overreaction is Washington will never live down their mistake because old running backs are the way to go. The way of the future is the way of the past in the running back position. Adrian Peterson all day, every day for the Detroit Lions will become the second best running back in Detroit Lions history. Super excited for that. He'll be <laughs> going down in history as a great Lion. Again, second best running back in Detroit Lions history. Very excited for that. Uh, it, it is incredible. He may and unfortunately may save Matt Patricia's job, but uh, too soon to tell on that one. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I love Adrian Peterson and would love to have him have this little renaissance. I, He's I somehow – I somehow need to get him on my dynasty team. So when I win dynasty, I can get a Detroit Lions Adrian <laughs> Peterson jersey. I might find a way to get him on my team. Yeah, probably be good good for your team too. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Got, you got Frank Gore, oh. right? You can trade trade Frank Gore for him. I will. Frank Gore is on my team for the next thirty years. You know that that's the team. That's the Sorry. dynasty value. I'm not getting rid of the running back of the future. Frank Gore, he's gonna be he's gonna be the bell cow this upcoming. You he's gonna give me a solid seven points. You better watch out. Yeah, uh, th- that that makes sense. All right, how about you for you, Alex? What did you see that you just cannot stop overreacting to from week one? All right, I am overreacting a couple of backfield situations, uh, especially for you fantasy folks. Uh, first, uh, for the Los Angeles Rams, uh, this is Malcolm Brown's backfield. I mean, I, I told you before the season, Cam Akers sucks. Uh, like, <laughs> people are like, oh, yeah, he just had a bad offensive line in Florida, uh, like, in Florida State. I, uh, no, he was just bad. Like, he's he has talent. He, like, had, like, a couple nice people, like, fawning over the spin move he did. He did, like, a spin move and then did, like, a second spin move for no reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not – like, he, he – Well, he must have played – he must have played some of the old Maddens when you – in the old man's yeah. when he used to do a spin move, you go faster. So you just spam circle down the field. That's what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, that's his strategy. Yeah. But no, uh, Malcolm Brown is the best running back in the Rams backfield. Not really saying much. I'm not saying he's fantastic, but uh, he's, he's going to be the lead back and this will be a pretty good offense. So I think he, he'll be pretty good for me in fantasy. The second uh, is for the other LA team, the LA chargers. Um, Austin Eckler got a lot of work uh, in the rushing game. Didn't get a lot of passing value, but uh, I think that'll change. But Joshua Kelly will be the uh, Charger lead back uh, by week six. Uh, He's going to fit right in that Melvin Gordon role, and he's going to be the lead guy. Austin Eckler will still see his targets in the passing game and will certainly work in there as a a good player like he has for the past few seasons. Um, but but I think Joshua Kelly is is the better pure runner, uh, and he's gonna gonna take over that backfield. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, that's a good hear. You heard it here, folks. Week one, we've already made all these things. Put them in stone. 
because they're happening. I wanted to overreact to Cam Newton being the best quarterback in New England Patriots history, but that may be by <laughs> overreaction to week two. I don't know. I'll let you know when I, when, when we get there. Uh, but that is awesome. I think that is going to wrap us up here for this edition. Regular season football is back. We are excited. A lot of content coming out on profootballjokes.com, mostly by Alex. Check out the pick'em. It is the greatest thing that we do, and I use we loosely – Thank you, Alex, for all your hard work on the site. And, of course, check out Pro Football Jokes and the affiliated stream, Sturker SC2 on Twitch. All this good stuff. Let's make it uncomfortable. Make it uncomfortable. Compete every day, man. His spirit, I find it hard to be masked. Toughness. Enthusiasm. Yeah.